Welcome back to the Trav and Rigney Show. What's up, buddy? Wow, dude, that was smooth. You like that? Well, yeah, I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think I liked it. Dude. We have a day. It's March well, Madness. We, we've had a we've had a day. Yeah, it's a day. Literally huge NFL breaking news right before we started recording. Yeah. Do you want to lead with that or do you want to go right into the free agency stuff? Um we might, I mean we might as well lead to it because otherwise we're going to be tra- we're going to be talking around it before we because it's like the biggest part of the free agency news. Yeah, that's fair. Go we ahead. recorded this on Thursday. You're listening to this on Friday and Thursday night, Devontae Adams was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders for a first and a second. Uh, I don't know if there was more than that. That's all I saw in the tweet initially. That's all I saw so far. And then that man was paid handsomely. Like a hand. Like a handsome hand he was paid. It's like five years, $145 million. Something yeah, like so that. what is it, 28 mil a year? That's ridiculous, dude. So Murph, Murph texted me, he's like, 28 mil a year for a wide receiver is insane. That's and so I was crazy. Like, and I said, I said, yeah, but after what Kirk signed for, I'm surprised he didn't get 35 mil. I've, and I've been seeing that a lot. Cause, so the other one was Christian <laughs> Kirk signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars for four years, $85 million for some reason. Yeah, so it was like 21 mil a year. I mean, that's with bonuses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. If you take away the bonuses that he hasn't gotten yet, it's like 18 mil a year, but still. It's not the money... That's something that blows me away. It's who the person is that received such a bag. They paid him like a legitimate number one. Yeah. Before Roger or before Rogers, before Adams just got his uh, his deal, he was the third highest paid uh, wide receiver in the NFL. Christian Kirk, I'm talking about. Jeez. Yeah. It, I, I I don't understand, and I from what I can tell, a lot of people do not understand why Kirk got that kind of money. Uh, I. I think Adams has earned the huge contract, yeah. but I think Kirk, the Kirk deal set the groundwork for something ridiculous because everybody had been saying, well, if Kirk can get $20 million a year, mm-hmm. Adams better ask for that quarterback money. And yeah. I'm like, he's actually going to get it. He probably will, and he yeah. basically did. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> I don't, um, the underdog NBA Twitter handle just made me laugh because they just said the Packers did what? And it just makes me laugh because it's the NBA Twitter one. <laughs> It's not the NFL one. It's just funny to me. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, yeah. uh, Let's just talk about, like, kind of the stuff that happened today, and then we'll get into the free agency stuff that's happened all week. So, Packers don't have Devontae Adams anymore. Apparently, Rodgers has known about this situation um, the past few days and kind of had to sign off on it, which is weird to me because he already signed his contract, so I don't know really what he was signing off on. I mean, because at this point, they're catering to Rodgers, right? I mean, you have to, right? You just paid him like $150 million for three years. What did they tell Rodgers that made it, that not only made him go, he's going to resign, but also was, he was like, yeah, okay, I guess I'm, I'm all right with Adams going. Like, what have they told him that he was okay with all of this? They got to be working on something, right? That's what I think. I think they got a big deal. They're a trade in the works or something. They have to be trading for somebody. Or multiple, maybe. I don't know. It's crazy. Where they're trading Rodgers. They're just cleaning house right now. <laughs> Pay Rodgers the signing bonus and then trade him. Um, yeah, so so the Raiders. How do we feel? How are we feeling about the Raiders right now? It's weird because I think that the Raiders are, are – they look so good now, right? Because now they have, mm-hmm. they have Renfro and they have uh, Waller. 
Waller. Right, so they have they have so many good options to throw to, and they, they have a lot of great things happening, and yet I'd still call them the fourth best team in that division. Yeah, it's it's... I can't remember how good or bad their defense was from last year, to be honest. I lied. Actually, I, I still... Gonna, they might be better than the Chargers. I'm going to put Denver at four. What? Yeah. Denver? I don't... I'm not sold on this Russell Wilson this hype. Is, I, okay, I can understand that. This is going to be a very interesting division, though. You were just... For we sure. were just saying before the... Before we started recording that um, this tends to happen a lot where you think one division is going to be super close and then it's like, okay, the Chiefs could still... Yeah. run away with it or whatever they could or i mean the joke was that like the afc west it look, they look so crazy the whole division looks so good right now but like the bucks are gonna win the super bowl it's like it doesn't matter right because right. a lot of the talk has been afc these afc teams these afc quarterbacks this is gonna be an afc league for the next 10 years yeah the rams just won the super bowl in case anybody was wondering yeah an nfc team just won the super bowl with all those really good afc quarterbacks mm-hmm. they just all beat up on each other and then the nfc cleans up the mess it's crazy. The Rams actually just signed somebody pretty big. Yeah, too. they did. Um, but yeah. So okay. So you predict the Raiders? Maybe what third in that division still? Yeah, third. Okay. Uh, Packers. They're still going to win the North. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I agree with you. Be I, I think they're they're definitely going to be adding somebody else here. Yeah. I, the rest of the North is so bad that I don't think. Losing Adams is even going to really yeah. make a difference. And even if they didn't do anything else, there's this is still their division to lose. I agree. Alan Lazard is just going to have over a thousand <laughs> yards receiving. That's all that means. Alan Lazard just became a fantasy league keeper for some reason. Who has him? Do you know? What I, know? Um, I do. No, I don't. I do have Kirk though. So yeah, that's true. You do have Kirk. Yeah. I don't imagine anybody wants him. And I don't think anybody's buying this bullshit that is the Jaguars paying Kirk like a number one wide receiver. It's kind of insane. But if somebody wants him, he's for sale. <laughs> he if you're for listening. Because um, I can't keep him even if I really, really wanted him. Well, don't say that. Then they're just going to be like, well, we'll let him go to the draft then. I will. I will. <laughs> All right. Um, real quick, I just want to say, um, before this isn't true, um, currently um, eight for eight. For my March Madness bracket, nice. I just wanted to say that before it's not true any longer. Did the is the show you submitted or the show one you submitted is that eight for eight too? It's seven of eight. Oh. one wrong there. It got which one did it get wrong? Can't believe Marquette. You, can't believe you big leagued us right now. You're big leaguing the show with your own bracket right now. Listen, I was just leading with the most exciting news. You selfish bitch. Sorry, that yes. was rude. No, no, no. It was deserved. It was deserved. <laughs> I am selfish. All right. Um. Let's get into other things. Okay. Baker Mayfield. Oh God, I wasn't. I, I wasn't sure how quickly you were gonna di- you were gonna dive into this. I want to talk about it because I think it's there's a lot of moving pieces and hilarious. I think, yeah, I was just gonna say the, a lot of this is really funny. Yeah. So for those that don't know, uh, Deshaun Watson was cleared of all charges, which makes him an asset, I guess. And teams are trying to get him. When has that ever been true? When you're cleared of all charges, so now you're an asset. When you're an athlete. That's how that's how that works. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there are four teams. Well, excuse me. There were four teams uh, trying to trade for this Deshaun Watson fella. Yep. Um, the Browns, the Falcons, the Saints, and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Now... Even to get into the conversation, to be able to have a conversation with Deshaun Watson, each of these teams had to present a package, a trade package, that Houston would have approved. Yeah. 
So four teams have done that. Um, have submitted packages that text the Texans, that the have, Texans approved. have approved. Okay. And uh, Watson declined the Browns. <laughs> and I think he met with them. And then he said that after meeting with them, he got the feeling that the front office wasn't a cohesive bunch. That they like he did not he did not put any trust in the Browns front office. Said the guy who's got a five game suspension just just <laughs> waiting. He was just hovering above him. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um so yeah, so the Browns are out. But Baker Mayfield put this whole thing out. Yep. Yesterday was it? Wednesday? I, I, he did it yesterday, but I feel like he did it the other day, like two days ago he did it. Like penned something emotional and basically saying like, Hey Browns fans, thank thank you for sticking with me on the ride. I don't know what you know uh what's what's coming next basically. I don't know where I'm gonna take my next snap of football. Uh just know that I appreciate you guys and all that other stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of crybabyish to me. I mean, Jimmy G has been going through this for two years and hasn't said a word. Yeah, yeah. It is a little bit. I, I And I actually am going to... I mean, it happened with Carson Wentz in Philly. Never said a word. Yeah. It's ha- it happened with Jalen Hurts this offseason. Yeah. He's still... He never... Jalen Hurts... Never said a word. You'll never hear him say anything. Ever. It happened with It happened with Sam Darnold when he was in New York. Never said a word. I mean, Baker Mayfield is a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, the Browns called him a child. Yeah. <laughs> they actually said that he wasn't an adult. He doesn't in, act like in one. not so many words. They did say something along the lines of they're looking for something more mature, more mature, yeah. Which sounds like a porn filter of some kind. But <laughs> they, they, I don't even remember where I saw that that they were that uh, they were looking for him to be more of an adult or something like that. So it's yeah. weird that you called him a child because that's what he is. It is funny though. So, but I'm going to make a statement here, right? And and people probably, I mean. You might listen to this, and you're probably not going to like it, and I kind of don't care. But here's my statement, okay? Trav doesn't care about your feelings. That's a statement. This is in, this is in regards to people like Baker Mayfield who who hear of, you know, potentially being replaced and then come out and say something, right? Because mm-hmm. this has happened a ton. Players always have an emotional response to a league they always claim is just a business. How could... They, I feel like every year we hear a player go, it's just the business, you know, that's the business. Mm-hmm. But then every year we get a handful of players that whine and cry because their team's looking to upgrade their that feelings position. are hurt, yeah. So I, what I want is to stop hearing players say it's just a business when you're going to cry when they look to upgrade your position. Yeah. So. No, um, I agree. I, I know agree. that some people are going to be like, oh, shut up, Trev. <laughs> no, I agree. Sorry, that, um, was, that was a headache voice that I, that I just played <laughs> through the mic. I don't know. No, I, I 100% agree. I think Baker's being a baby here. Um, I think maybe if the Browns aren't willing to trade him, which he asked to be released or traded, <laughs> yeah, and the Browns said no. No. No, no, no. Uh, we don't have Watson, so we need you now. Yep. And um, Can I be clear about something? Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand. Yeah. I want out, but there are better ways to handle it. And now also he's getting up all his leverage. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 I agree. Um, Yeah, so so now he's not being traded, I guess. Although I've heard that the Seahawks are willing to pursue a trade for Baker Mayfield. The Colts. Oh, I heard Baker wanted to go to the Colts, but I didn't know if the Colts had mutual interest. But I don't know what else the Colts are doing. The the update that I saw, I don't know if it was Bleacher Report. I think it was Bleacher Report. Said the Colts uh, have been asking questions. (laughs) 
I mean, like, assuming... Are they they're... asking questions to themselves? Because I think everybody wants to know what they're thinking. No, I I meant, like, the, I, the, the headline was suggesting that the cults have been asking questions of the Browns about Baker's potential gotcha. availability. <laughs> so, I mean, I saw Seattle's immediately, but I'm like, yeah. do the cults... I mean... You just dealt Carson Wentz for the very same reason you're going to be dealing Baker Mayfield if you acquire him next year. When I think Wentz is better than Mayfield. I, do I don't too. know why. That's, I don't know why this would be a thing. It's it's crazy to me. I, what the Colts have done with Carson Wentz and without having a backup plan, at least one that they can act upon quickly after getting yeah. rid of Wentz. It's crazy to me. No idea what their thought process is, or even if they cared. I feel like like Wentz must have like impregnated Jim Irsay's wife or something. I have no idea when he's what a very, happened. He's a very Catholic guy too, so that'd be all he'd be. He'd already have a first class ticket to hell if that were the case. He's probably fine with it. I mean, um, just to get out of Indianapolis, I think at that point. I, I think, I think the Colts. First of all, they'd be they'd be really stupid to think that they were going to get rid of Wentz and just be in the Watson sweepstakes. The Houston really Texans really stupid. We're never going to deal Watson to you. Ever. They they reached out to Houston. <laughs> I can I can only imagine that Houston just sent back the laughing crying emojis. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. That's all they sent back. They did just like they do the thing where they're like they're all sitting in the conference room. And they push the button on that phone in the middle of the table, and it's like it's Ursay on speakerphone, and then they're like, "What?" He's like. <laughs> What's Deshaun Watson's click? They yeah. just hang up on yeah. him. Yeah, not a shot. Not a <laughs> shot, buddy. I can't oh believe I thought that. Um, it's like the commanders calling every team, including the Chiefs, about the availability of their quarterback. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I like it. Um, all right. So there's another thing, too. So, uh, like I said, Deshaun Watson has now narrowed his search down to three teams it's down to the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Saints. The Falcons look like the likely suitor right now, which, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, because it was like the Panthers last week, and then somehow the Saints snuck their way in, and mm-hmm. now it's the Falcons for some reason. And the Saints right now are clearing all their cap room, yep. I think, to like be able to take him aboard, right? And uh, and the is Falcons it- just did this thing where they they owed Matt Ryan money that would be due on Friday, seven point yeah. five million dollars. This today, Friday. Yes. Yeah. You're listening to this today, Friday. Um, they would owe him $7.5 million if he was still on the roster. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, so Watson's probably going to have to make a decision like ASAP. Yeah. Still no decision. So they're like, you know what? Let's push that till Tuesday. Yeah. And I can't imagine Matt Ryan's pretty pumped about that. That's the thing. Like, I don't think he would be, but this sounds like something he'd have to sign off on to be true, right? He, it's like, you can't just push a guy's, whatever it is, roster bonus to to tuesday without his he'd be like hey matt just so you know oh oh it does say that we bumped it oh that he proved it yeah it says uh sorry this literally happened before we went live so it's not like we went yeah yeah uh digging down the rabbit hole uh with the we were dig for gold in the rabbit hole and we find a couple of rabbits that's yeah i mean that's what you'd find in rabbit holes um Falcons and Matt Ryan agreed to delay the the due date by four days to accommodate the pursuit of Deshaun Watson. So he's he's willingly yeah, being I, like, I I should leave Atlanta. That's fine. I assume. Do you I, think he's going to go to the Colts or the Seahawks? I th- I think, I think that that if this is a thing, uh, first of all, it said I saw a, a article the other day that just said, it was, and by the other day, I think this might have been yesterday, that if the Falcons were to land Watson. Or that because they're actively pursuing him, they already have a deal in place with the Colts to send Matt Ryan. 
Is Matt Ryan that much better than Wentz? I think he he probably is better than Wentz, but I don't know if he's that much better. And that that means that you're just you're shortening your Super Bowl window by a lot of years. Yeah, I mean you're 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 trying to go real win now if you're going with the the mid thirty year old quarterback in Matt Ryan. You just did this with Philip Rivers, yeah, and you didn't like the way it turned out. So Julio Jones got released. Oh, did he by the Titans? It'd be interesting to see Matt Ryan get traded to the Colts and then they sign Julio. Yeah, that would be interesting. Or he gets, or he signs back with Atlanta when Deshaun Watson goes. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of uh, releases, the Eagles released Fletcher Cox yesterday. Yesterday, because it's Friday. I, if for a brief second there, right? Because they save eighteen million dollars by releasing him, mm-hmm. and all this really two thoughts. Right, first is all this really is is them releasing him. To avoid that eighteen million dollars sort of roster bonus thing he'd be owed, mm-hmm. so that they can restructure a deal without already being charged eighteen million dollars. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it did say that he was released and could be signed again. I don't imagine he was happy with that. Like he missed out on eighteen million dollars just to have to resign a deal. But the the other thing, number two here is very quickly my brain went, "Oh God, is Philly cap dumping right now because they want to get back in this Watson race?" Because Philly backed out, what was it, Monday. There was a handful of teams that were like, we're done. We're not doing this yeah. anymore. And Philly was one of them. Uh, and so when I saw that just like a couple hours ago, I'm like, oh, God, they're trying to get back in this. So Howie gets a three-year <laughs> deal. The Eagles re-signed Howie Roseman for some reason, our biggest free agency Yeah, what so, is that? I, I, no, no GM has ever made it through three head coaches, especially not one that's blown as many first-round picks as he has. I can't for it's it's not that he's a he's a terrible GM. He does things there's a lot of things he does really well. He manages the roster really well and he manages trade talks really well. But this I've never seen a guy go through so many head coaches and have such little success in the draft, especially as it concerns the first round and stay with the team as long as he has. I can't think of a single Eagles first round pick that has panned out. Uh Lane Johnson was the last one. Was that how long ago? That was 2015. That's a bit ago. Seven years ago. I think Yikes. that was Lane Johnson. I mean, it depends on how you look. Carson Wentz was the first-round pick. depends on how you want to look at that. The year we won Super Bowl. Yeah, we, I mean, you got one back, too. So We wouldn't have got. We wouldn't have been there without Wentz, despite how you could say what you want about how his career has been since then. But right, we, You wouldn't have been a number one pick without or a number one seed without him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I think those the, that Wentz was the last one that was actually successful. It depends on how you want to look at Devonta Smith, but right. But anyway, uh, yeah, he definitely could pan out. But the the Eagles have done nothing. the 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 Jets have been doing smart things because they stole Douglas from us a couple of years ago. Yeah. So do you want to get in the free agency? Yeah, wasn't that what we were already doing? Yeah, I mean, well, we were still talking about some other the trades. Is there other people like that? Not really. We can get into free agents, and I'll go like um, I'll start with like the most expensive contracts. We, we didn't mention Robinson to the Rams. Oh, you did mention it. Didn't mention it yet. Oh, you didn't. Okay. No, we talked about the, the Jaguars. Oh, you said thing. the Rams made a, a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just yeah. Didn't say it. Yeah, yeah. Let's send it over to Goss, and then we'll get into the free agency stuff. Hey, buddy. Before you hear more about this Godzilla Media podcast, we got to tell you about the people that make it possible, like our friends over at Wolf Road Hooters. March Madness, the sponsor for Godzilla Media is Hooters. Join us on the Wolf Road throughout the brackets, throughout March Madness. Entered, can join us Friday, 5.30-7, and again, Friday to 5.30-7 for the round of 64 in the Sweet 16. For your chance to win, thanks to Hooters, your place for March Madness, 
Get your to-go orders in today or join us for all the great games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the following week all the way up to the National Championship in April. Check them out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and more. Hooters, your spot in upstate New York to enjoy March Madness. And our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy, the spring is slowly approaching and you want to get that preseason pricing on your furnaces, your boilers, and more. How about the John Goodman Furnace? You've heard it here before on Godzilla Media. 2% off. If you mention it, you hear it. John Goodman Furnace, that's all i got to say. That's right, 2% off, and it happens for you here because of Godzilla Media. So if you're looking to make those changes, maybe you weren't prepared for the most recent snowstorm, that's okay. Johnstone Supply in Troy can help you get prepared. Give them a call today, 518-272-5922. 518 518- Two seven two five nine two two. Say what's up to our guy George, Kev, Tom, James, all the guys there at Sixth Avenue in Troy. By the way, if you wanted to make it part of your weekend here in March, stop in Sixth Avenue where they've got competitive prices. Not just competitive, the best prices on Milwaukee tools guaranteed. You're looking to start a spring project? Maybe you're looking to wrap up the winter. Get those tools that you need there at their spot on Sixth Avenue. Support those great businesses right here in the capital region across upstate New York. Give them a follow on Facebook as well, Johnstone Supply NY, Johnstone Supply in Troy. And our friends at Mohawk Honda, maybe you've got some time off of work here coming up for March Madness. Do yourself a favor, head over to Glenville, New York and check out Mohawk Honda, the new rides, the new vehicles and more. Now it's time for you to get yourself into a vehicle. I know from experience, 2022 Pilot EXL, sit in my driveway, fits my budget, my lifestyle and more, and so many people are starting to see the gas prices rise and rise. Maybe your vehicle's not ready for those rising gas prices. Check it out. Mohawk Honda, they want to work with you, whether it's our guy Greg Johnson, Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, Lindsey Harden, MJ, John and Service. We can run through the great names. John Lucas, shout out to John Lucas, Travis Landry, all these wonderful people want to help you get into a new vehicle, save some cash, make it affordable. Help out your family, help out your lifestyle. It all happens right there at Mohawk Honda. Glenville, New York, and be on the lookout for their social media platforms, the Plate Change Challenge. That's right, the Plate Change Challenge. You want to see some of your favorite Mohawk Honda friends compete? It's going to happen across their social media platforms throughout the month of March. So check it out, Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Now, back to this Godzilla Media Podcast. All right, we are back. Hey, dude, that was cool. All right, you like that? That was so cool. I, I got was, goosebumps. I was hoping you were gonna, you weren't gonna like see that I was preparing to to try to. Wasn't even paying attention to you. Know. All right, <laughs> uh, most expensive contract uh, handed out so far. I think this is ludicrous. People were like, I I haven't seen enough people crapping on this deal. I didn't even know he got signed. Do you know who it is? It's not ludicrous. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bonnie. I'm not hitting the button. Hit, hit, okay, the, I wanna. hit the button. There it is. <laughs> I want to. Okay. All right. Um, Von Miller. Yeah. Signed to the Bills. Reported numbers so far? Six years, 120 mil. For what? He's 32.9 years old, <laughs> according to this website. There's no way. That doesn't, it doesn't say he's 32.9. 32.9. That is 33 years old. It says 32.9. No, I'm just saying 32.9 is 33. He's going to be 33 before the next year starts, and that's all that matters. I don't understand. Where are these teams getting this money from? They could just throw it around? 
the the Saints have had to cut like the ball boy to clear money for Watson, but <laughs> yeah. the Bills are tossing a hundred plus million dollars at Von Miller. This has got to be weird. I don't know. They've oh, it's weird. They got some stuff going on. I think with how this cap like is going to be like dealt out. Like there's got to be like a zero cap hit in the first couple of years or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Von Miller to the Bills. Obviously, it's a good signing for the like what player they brought onto their team. Yeah. But the amount of money and the amount of years that they just gave this 33-year-old pass rusher is insane. Yeah. It's ludicrous. This reminds me of Albert Pujols. Remember when he signed that insane deal at like you're asking me if I remember Albert Pujols? <laughs> no, do you? But you remember like that ten year, like three hundred million dollar contract that he signed with the Cardinals? Was it with the Cardinals or was it with the the? I couldn't remember which Los team Angeles, he did it with. Angels of Anaheim might have been the Angels of, but um, but it was when he was like thirty five years old. I'm like they're gonna be paying this dude till he's. 45 that's crazy yeah. this is what this contract reminds me of it's insane. yeah there's got to be loopholes where they can get out of it or there i'm sure there are but i don't get it then like just sign them to two years 60 mil i don't know it's because that's what the player wants like they want they want to they want to see the number in the headline be like yeah that was what i got yeah so what are you getting paid this year though vaughn they gave me some twizzlers his total guarantee is 51.4 million and his guaranteed at signing is 45 million that's crazy. He put some pen to paper and made $45 million. Could you he, imagine your signature being worth that much? Dude, do you know how many things I've written since we've been here today? Six, at least. I can, at least six things. That's what I'm saying. All right. So that that was the most expensive one so far. I give it a D. You say most expensive. Isn't Adams the most expensive? True, but he wasn't a free agent. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. J.C. Jackson. Went from the Patriots, mm-hmm. signed by the Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. That's nope. That's not a thing. Five years, eighty-two and a half mil. This is actually cheaper than they people thought he was going to go for. They everybody kind of imagined him going for like eighteen to twenty mil. This is an average of sixteen and a half a year. Uh, he said that he was basically recruited there by uh, Darwin James. Okay, I mean that he was. He was one I thought was going to be, no matter where he went, it was going to be a real good signing. And that's about the money I would have thought. Yeah. I don't know that I thought he was going to get paid some giant contract, some Von Miller money or anything like that. No. Um, but I do think that I do think that this is a really good signing for the Chargers. He's a good yeah. he's a really good cornerback. I always but I always have to sort of squint side eye, like, why did the Patriots release such a good player? Right. It's why like every like- time they do that. Makes me feel they like don't sad. pay anybody. They know something about J.C. Jackson that we don't know. <laughs> oh man! All right, we have Christian Kirk. We already talked about him going to Jacksonville. Four years, seventy-two million, eighteen uh, mil a year average. Um, it's it's crazy. That one's that's a lot of money. Jacksonville, they weren't playing any games here. Uh, they have three of the top ten most paid. So far in free agency? Yeah. Three of the top. Who was the other ones? We'll get to them. I know that they paid uh, Evan Ingram for some reason. Oh, yeah. He's not He's not in the top ten, though. No, I just, I'm just trying to think of all the things the Jaguars did. This never works, by the way. It never works. When you, when you spend all this money in free agency, it never works. No. And I, there's Jets fans on Twitter right now saying, Joe Douglas isn't doing enough. He's not making the splashy signings. He's too cheap. And I'm like, bro, we've lived through the Jets spending tons of money in free agency. 
It doesn't do anything. It doesn't work. We haven't touched the playoffs since last decade. <laughs> last decade. Yeah. It do- it doesn't work. And I, I mean, I I also will complain, but mainly because we have a GM who I feel like continues to be our GM when he shouldn't be. <laughs> so like, do just do something. You see that meme where they just have a stick and he's poking. He's like, do yeah. something. Yeah. That's me with Howie Roseman. Even though it doesn't work to spend a bunch of money in free agency. At this point for Howie Roseman, I'm just like, just do something. I can't stand whatever it is you're doing with your face over there. Yeah. No, I I hear that. I hear the do something crowd, and that makes sense to me. Yeah. But I don't understand like the make splashy signings thing because that never works. Yeah. Paying Christian Kirk eighteen million dollars a year is not gonna work out for the Jaguars. How did I need to know how that deal became a thing? Because there's no shot another team was offering that kind of money for, to Christian Kirk. So, so they said that his market was between 15 and 17 mil. So I'm assuming he probably got some, which is about that's about like what wide receiver twos are getting paid right now. Believe it or not, what? Yeah, no that's joke. So much money. No joke. Yeah, wide receiver ones are getting close to like the 20 million dollar range. Oh my god! It, I mean, like that's what Mike Williams signed for. Mike Williams signed for two over there. With, they had AJ Green and Rondale Moore. Can you even consider Kirk the number two? And the reason I say that is because when I had him in fantasy and he had games where he would score a touchdown, but looking at it, the targets are not always there. So it doesn't seem like. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless he's about to go to Jacksonville. I was going to say that I think they see him as a potential number one. As a target hawk, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this next signing is hilarious. Hilarious. Randy Gregory. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why this is funny? Yeah, because the Cowboys got boned. I love it. Yeah, cause, so he signed a five-year, $70 million deal with the Cowboys mm-hmm. until he didn't. Yep. And I love the social media banter between the Cowboys and the Broncos. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't. So the Cowboys social media page put out, we got him, he's back. And it was like this whole like graphic of uh, Gregory and stuff like that, and um, and then the Broncos a couple minutes later, well, however however long it was, like ten fifteen minutes, whenever, um, whenever it was announced by Adam Schefter, the Broncos Twitter page put out um, it was it was like a gif of like Stephen Colbert going surprise, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. I thought you were gonna say the the old guy from the insurance commercial there. Oh, like you almost like, had you it. You almost had it. Yeah. Basically reeling in the money. Uh, I think this is a fine signing. This is whatever. I mean, the Broncos are obviously in win-now mode, right? So they wanted to add another pass catcher. Or, um, sorry, a pass rusher. Hey, buddy. What's up? Carolina has been informed that they are out on Deshaun Watson. Ooh, Sam Darnold season. I like these on the like middle of the show updates. These are cool. Sorry. No, I liked it. I got it immediately, and I'm like, all I saw was Watson. I was like, oh, I got to interrupt here. No, I would have too. Um, all right, Chandler Jones. Yep. To the Raiders. Three years, 52 and a half mil. Ooh. What do you think about that? He's mm. he's Because he, he's kind of getting up there. He's 32 now. Yeah. Maybe this is maybe this is a strictly Madden thing, but I do not pay guys over thirty years old. I never do. <laughs> so like when I am whatever the the GM, the owner, whatever of Madden, if a guy is twenty nine, he's on his last contract with me. You're yeah, not, in, in Madden they uh they they regress unless you're unless you're like a ninety seven overall, you're not getting that second con that contract going into your thirties, buddy. Uh, so I, I I tend to let that be a toxic trait when i think of things in real life like yeah. why did this 33 year old 
defensive linemen just get paid $54 million. That's not usually how things work, right? Tom Brady's 45 years old, and he just won a Super Bowl last year. So Yeah, but, I mean, he's the exception to the rule. Yeah, he is. I'm just saying. Um, I think the I think just the the pattern here is that old pass rushers are getting paid to go to contending teams that want to win this year. Yeah, they all want that ring before they hang that's, it up. That's what it is, too. You know what I mean? And, and those teams are willing to pay extra for these guys that know can come in and help produce for at least for basically just this year and maybe next year. So you know what I think is happening here, too, is we – I feel like you and I tend to agree that a good way to build your team is through the draft, build young. You know what I mean? You, homegrown talent will get you there. Build the lines first. Yeah, but the these these teams are seeing a team like the Rams win a Super Bowl when they, they have no draft picks. They spend all of their money on free agents and big mm-hmm. these big quarterback signings, and, and they just won a Super Bowl. So these teams are like, you know what? Maybe building through the draft and and being a homegrown team is not how to do it these days. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird because while the Rams haven't had a first round pick since like 2012 or something ridiculous, like tw- <laughs> it's like 2016, I think is the actual thing. Um, but they have they have been doing pretty well through the draft still. Like with the rest yeah. of their picks, uh, they actually had I think four or five people sign big term like big long term deals just this free agency. But in fairness, though, they have to get those ones right because you you only can focus on the players you know are going in the middle rounds because you never have any first or second round picks. Yeah, that's true. So you spend all your time looking at these mid-round players when all the other teams have to look at the top of the draft players. Yeah, they they, take the whole first night off. Yeah, that's like they don't even bother. Like these these guys who are top 32 on the board, on Mel Kuyper's board, they don't even look at them because they're like, no, we're not wasting our time with guys we know are not going to be available when it's our pick. Um. Here's the Jaguars' next big signing. It was uh, Brandon Sheriff. Yeah. Um, he's 30 years old. He was the guard at uh, in Washington. Signed for three years, four, uh, $49.5 million. I, I, it's a pretty big payday for a 30-year-old guard. It is, but I, I'll never be mad at an offensive line signing, especially one that's a good one. No, it makes sense. I think like, it's fine. Like if they gave Eric Flowers that kind of money, I'd be like, what in the world are you doing? <laughs> right. But yeah, a, a, a guard that we know is good signing for a good amount of money is... You never want to sign a guy to too much money, but if you're going to do it, you might as well make it a good offensive lineman. Right. Uh, this is the last one I'll do, and then I'll get into what the Jets and Eagles have done. Okay. Uh, Allen Robinson to the Los Angeles Rams. They have so much firepower now. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, it's insane. Three years... 46 and a half mil, which is 15 and a half average. So that's two and a half less a year than Christian Kirk is getting, which a is steal. crazy. Yeah. I mean, when you consider what Kirk got, that's a steal. Yeah, I agree. Um, This is, this is crazy to me. So this means Odell probably is not going back. No, I mean, he's going to miss all or at least a lot of next year anyway. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I doubt he's back for like training camp. Usually, when you tear an ACL at the very end of the year, you're not you don't usually make it back until at least at least midseason, right? Um, all right, Philly. They haven't made a ton of moves, but no, they got a son Reddick. That yeah. was a big one. I mean, a big one in that we signed a defensive player and we need we need some help on defense. So I can't grip about that. It was where on defense we we chose to pay money to that confused me. Makes more sense now that. Fletcher Cox isn't there. They must yeah. have known they were going to do that. Also, are they going to have him stand up, you think? Uh, maybe. 
Who knows? I, have, I honestly don't know. I have no idea what Gannon's doing with that defense. What I do know is we've had uh, Alex Singleton. We had this linebacker mm-hmm. for a couple of years. This is a guy who's, who, this was one of these, not homegrown because he was never really young, but this is a guy that was who spent a couple seasons on our practice squad, worked his way to the main roster, and then worked his way into a starting position. He made a Pro Bowl as a special teamer, and then and then into a starting middle linebacker spot. He's had like two or three years in a row. Where he had over 110 tackles, and then they, we just were just this year we were just like, man, take a hike, bud. Yeah, see ya, see you it's later. Like, what is that? We already are weak at linebacker. Why? Why get rid of Singleton? So you guys signed Reddick for three years, 45 mil, 15 a year. Um, I don't think it's a terrible contract. It's not. I think it's, it's just, fine. It, it's just. I'd like to see some money be spent in other parts of the defense. Maybe yeah. even secondary would be nice. I'd love to see Tyler text me today and he's like, "What do you think about Landon Collins?" And, and I'm like, "Yeah, I want Tyron Matthew." He's like, "If Landon Collins will be cheaper." And I'm like, "Yeah, but Tyron Matthew is better. So if I'm going <laughs> to if they're going to be about the same amount of money, I want the one that's better." Uh makes sense. That's what I'm he hasn't been signed yet. I'm still holding out hope the Eagles snag him up. I haven't heard anything about that being a thing. So it's probably... I haven't heard anything about him in general. Yeah, that too. But he I mean, really, as it concerns the Eagles and my wish list, I haven't heard them even being interested. So like, I don't imagine it's going to be a thing. I'll be pumped though because I really I like Tyron Matthew. Yeah, but some secondary help. I never thought we were going to go after J.C. Jackson or anything like that. But we we probably need some secondary help. We definitely need some linebacker help. Uh, wouldn't hurt to maybe you know load up offensively for Hurts, especially if I think you guys definitely need another receiver. Can't we can't complain about about Hurts not not you know throwing for three hundred yards a game when the only receiver he has is Demonte Smith. Yeah, so something needs to change there. I uh, agree a hundred percent. You know who I think would actually be pretty decent for you guys, and you may not like it because he's older, but Jamison Crowder. I'll take anything, dude. I'll take anything. <laughs> for some reason, right, uh, he hasn't signed anywhere, but for some reason, I, pict- I pictured Jamison Crowder taking Juju's spot on the Steelers and being the slot guy it. there. I did see that the Eagles are interested in Juju. Uh, I won't be mad at that one either. I think he signed already, I think. Oh, did he? Uh, let me just check. Sounds really like a quick. Titans thing. No, I think it was the Dolphins. Oh, okay. That's how you know a lot of big stuff happened when I didn't even see the Juju thing. Um, well, I saw that Philly was no, interested in him. I lied to you. I don't think uh, he signed. There was somebody else the Eagles were interested. Oh, they were in on Allen Robinson for a bit there, but they backed out of that. Yeah, he's not. He is not signed. Um, I don't know what the Eagles going to do. We have a lot of first round picks, and normally that would that would be a very exciting thing, and it is a very exciting thing. It's just I have, I don't have as much faith in Roseman nailing first round picks, so it's just like. Mm. But you get three of them to mess up. Yeah. That'll be fun. I can't, Almost I'm, three in a row. What is it, 15, 16, and 19? Yeah. It's like, it's like 16, 17, and 19. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty oh, crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, the Dolphins did make some pretty decent signings, though. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Yep. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Ooh. Two running backs there. Stash in the backs. Cedric Wilson from the Cowboys. Yeah. Connor Williams from the Cowboys? I don't I don't know that I understand the Cedric Wilson one. I mean, just because you played for the Cowboys doesn't mean you're a good wide receiver. Dak Prescott airs it out, so it's like Right. I don't know. These these teams that that fall over themselves to get at Dallas Cowboys former players is wild to me. 
Uh, yeah, Juju has not signed anywhere. I wonder yeah. why that is. I wonder why guys like Cedric Wilson are getting signed before Juju Smith-Schuster. That happens a lot, right? Like, I mean, like, a lot of, like, I don't want to be insulting, but, like, meddling type of guys are getting signed before, like, Allen Robinson. And maybe that's just because they're like, hey, we need a depth piece. You know what I mean? We're not going to, we don't have enough money or we we don't have the means, I guess, to really shell out money for a number one type of guy. And maybe it's also something about, like, the agents. Like, Allen Robinson's guys, like, Listen, we don't. We have like three, four teams we want to go to. That's yeah. about it. That's another thing that I can't stand about fans sometimes, where they're like, "Oh, like this GM, like our GM's not doing anything." You know, like this isn't an auction. Yeah. Right. This isn't. Hey, this player's up for bid right now. Yeah. Bid for him. He has. That's to, not how it works. He has the, to pick you as well. Yeah. The player has to has to agree to come to your team. Yeah. So you can't be mad at the GM for not signing every single player that's available for free agency. I think. I think fans get mad because they see that what you're saying is right, but then they also see that it's only right to a certain extent, right? Because because nobody wants to play for Jacksonville, yeah. unless, of course, you get offered four years or $84 million. Right. Well, we're, I'm used to that as a Jets fan. We used to, I'm serious. Like Jets, Jets Twitter calls that the Jets tax. The Jets tax. Oh, yeah, because you got to pay more for a guy just yeah. because he definitely didn't want to play there. Yeah, definitely didn't want to play in New York, yeah. so we have to overpay you. Yep. And that's that's how it goes. C.J. Mosley is the prime example. He said that he wanted to come back to Baltimore, but he but the Jets overpaid him so much that he went to New York. Yeah, you can't say no to that. The Jets offered him like four and a half more million a year. You know what blows my mind about it, though, right? Is because the Jets and the Giants they literally play in the same stadium. Yep. And if they both they both could have bad years, but players want to play for the Giants and that disaster of a front office, and I never understand why. It's just because of the recent success the Giants have had over the Jets. And I mean, recent well, isn't like they've won a Super Bowl and like, say, and their parents saw it. Recent, <laughs> recent as far back as when? Because the Giants have been bad for a while. Yeah, so but I mean, like, they won the Super Bowl in 2011. Yeah. So it's like the Jets. Last time they did that, it's like the Brady Bunch was the most popular <laughs> TV show. <laughs> yeah, and not and not the the funny Brady Bunch that was winning Super Bowls in New England. Not at all. Um, so I guess my point is, is it the Giants because they're a storied franchise or the New York Giants that people want to play there? They're less of a clown show. The, I mean, not Jets, now. Is that what you mean? Yeah. No, I mean, like, yeah, they're less of a clown show than the Jets are. At least, like, you know, to the media. I, and to I, the... I guess what I'm saying is they've both been around forever. Yep. It's not like these are two new teams. They're literally from the same place. They play in the same stadium. The only difference is they wear different colors. So I don't mean that, I'm not even trying to like insult the Jets and saying they're as bad as the Giants. I just mean that if I both mean, teams are bad, I know I cannot for the life of me figure out why somebody would rather play for one than the other. Yeah. The ex- you play at home the exact amount of times in the exact same place. You just wear a different color. Yeah, but l- like I said, I do think a lot of it comes down to like it's like the Clippers and Lakers. Like, do you think a lot of people like playing for the like wanted to go play for the Clippers in like the early 2000s? No, they wanted to play for the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the, the Lakers had more money. And, I mean, did, they won more championships. But the Jets have more money than the Giants. You buy a lot. Yeah, but... And the Giants have more championships, fine. But that, that can't be the reason why you want to go to the Giants. The Giants just have a better reputation as like a, a, a more well-run organization. So that's what it, really what it that's, is. That's what it boils they down to. They just have to. a reputation of being well-run, even though even their though front office is a lately, shit show. Lately, they're worse than the Jets. <laughs> yeah, their front office is a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, they, they fixed it up a little bit with Dable and, and Joe Shane or whatever the hell his name is. Mm-hmm. But 
and it looks better now. But the the ownership for the Giants is a, is a goddamn clown car. Yeah, it's not great. Anyway, getting in the Jets free agents. Yeah, I really really like what the Jets have done so far. You we're, should. We're not really overspending anywhere. I have a favorite signing for the Jets. You know who it is. Do I? Is it CJ Uzama? No. Is it? Let me just go through the things. Um, Lakin Tomlinson, mm-hmm. uh, guard from the Niners. I texted Corey because I was like, I've heard great things about this guy. You watch the Niners games. How is he? He goes, he was our best offensive lineman. I hate that you got him. And I was like, perfect. I'm, ha- I'm really happy with what exact you answer said. I was looking for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's like when, you, when you're at the fantasy draft and you put a sticker up on the board. You don't want to hear crickets. Yeah. You want to hear, oh, son on. of a bitch. Yeah. yeah then you know won't. it's a good pick. Like, Damn it. Yeah. You're right. So you want people to be mad about like the free agent you get. Yep. Uh, DJ Reed, mm-hmm. uh, cornerback from the Seahawks. Uh, I was pretty happy about that. Um, I didn't know a lot about him. I was looking at some of his like PFF numbers and stuff like that, and he seems like a pretty solid dude. Yeah. Um, I think we're still going to go cornerback in the draft. So he's probably going to be there as like a number two going guy, for sauce or, or juice, whatever the hell the kids. He's probably going to go sauce, yeah, <laughs> sauce Gardner. Yep, I love these nicknames. Sorry, um, CJ Uzama, mm-hmm. tight end from the Bengals. I'm actually really pumped about this one. I saw his pr- uh, press conference, his yeah. like introductory uh, press conference. I saw that today, and uh, he seems so excited to be on the team. Like he's just smiling ear to ear, like just saying like "Let's go," smacking his hands like during the press conference. What did they pay him? Uh, they paid him three years, 24 mil, oh. so $8 million a year. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Especially considering that the Jacksonville Jaguars paid Evan Ingram $10 million a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, then we also signed, we signed another tight end named Tyler Conklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, three years, 21 mil. Okay, so seven. Seven, yep. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Really severely upgrading the tight end room, which is something we needed a lot. Yeah. And then we also signed safety Jordan Whitehead. Whitehead. From the Bucks. Does he have a white head? Uh, no, he is. A black head. <laughs> uh, two years, 14.5 mil. Oh, God. I really like that signing. Yeah, you haven't said my favorite one yet, though. Yeah, cool. your favorite is a re-signing, right? Yeah. You're talking about Braxton Berrios? Yep. There it is. I love Braxton that guy. Barrios. I love it too, actually. Not just his name. He's just, he was, he was a, a reception machine at the end of the season. And I can, yeah. I don't know why it even took so long to resign him. I'm like, how is he not just on their team long term right now? So the Jets offered him a contract and then he said, I'm going to go see what I can get elsewhere. And then, it's fair. From what I've read is that he got one offer that was a little bit higher, but he wanted to come back to the Jets. Yeah, that's good. Which is actually great to see. Well, because he knows he knows what his like what his role is going to be, and he, yeah, I think his role is going to look a lot like what he was doing at the end of the season. He's going to be wide receiver four probably. He'll be on the field like you know when there's four wide receivers, and you know he's going to be the kick return guy for sure. I I I mean you would know better than I, but I I envision a scenario where he is he is on the field on every offensive series. I only think that maybe he won't be if uh, I mean because we still have Elijah Moore, yep, Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. I expect us to add another wide receiver during free agency, whoever that may be. I don't know if he'll play above Barrios or below Barrios, but I think we'll add another one. And then I I know we'll draft a wide receiver. So just depending on where that shakeup happens during training camp, where Barrios is, like I I 
assume he'll probably be fourth, at best third. Um. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I saw another one that it was the same thing that I already said. Oh, gotcha. It's like now I'm getting multiple updates for the same thing now, which was Carolina's out of the Watson thing. Oh, I see. What you're it's just the Saints and the Falcons now, but I keep getting the same update like three different times. Oh, you get it from like Shefty and, and it's then Bleacher like, and then it's like ESPN, Twitter, ESPN, Bleach Report. I was like, I get it. Carolina's out. Give me more info. Uh, UConn lost, so I'm finally not perfect. <laughs> Idiot. I know. I'm so stupid. That's what you get. It looks like Kentucky's going to lose. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I haven't even looked at my bracket, really. A lot of people have uh, Kentucky as like champions. So oh, really? That would probably not be great for people. Uh, how far did I have Kentucky going? Damn it. I had him going to Elite Eight. <laughs> I already lost an Elite Eight team. Um, I had Kentucky losing the next round, luckily. You're the worst, Kentucky. This, this bracket's over. It's over. The whole thing's just done. You all right? I have all four final <laughs> four teams left. <laughs> no, uh, whenever, whenever... That's what happened to Cody last year. He's, he's, like, he's like, one day I had, like, a really bad day. He's like, so I kind of just stopped paying attention to it. And then, um... He's like, and I think I got like one of Doug's emails or something like that for the final four, and I realized I still had like all of my final four teams or something. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm still like in this thing, and he was like third place at the time. Yeah. And he ended up winning the whole thing because he had the he had Baylor over Gonzaga, and so he won like eight hundred and sixty dollars. That's how it happens, man. Is you it's like don't pay attention to it. You you'll be fine. You have like a team you have going like a decent you know you have them going far, and then they lose in the first round. You're like it's. Friggin' tournament's over. I don't even know why I'm paying attention anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you Basically. End, up with, end up with all your teams still in it. Was there anything else NFL-related that you wanted to touch on? Um, or do you think you got it all out of your system? I, I think that the... No, that's it. I was going to try to think <laughs> of something else. I think I, you know what's going to happen is that when we when we stop stop talking or stop recording, you're like, oh, I wanted. I'm going to think of that. something else I wanted to say. It's okay. We have more episodes to come. Yeah, we do. So we'll talk about we more more stuff. stuff Gronk probably. is coming back. That's another thing. Oh, did he announce that? No, but he's coming. Oh, okay. Back. Yeah, he's probably going to. Somebody back. asked him in like a barber shop or something. They're like, Brady's back. Are you? What's it? Do you leaning towards yes or no? And he's like, Well, I'm not in a real goofy Gronk style. Yeah. You know, and he's like, Oh, I'm not going to say, but. We're looking real good. And he did one of those stupid winks. And it's like, all right, Gronk, we get it. Brady's playing, so you're playing. Fuck off. I love how he's just so open about, like, I'm not playing with any other quarterback. Yeah, why would he? I don't know. He's Here's the thing. I, I think he's hilarious. And I think that he, I love that he's just always sort of happy and having a good time. But the guy is an absolute moron. And I can't it's imagine. It's pretty, pretty stupid. I can't imagine how frustrating that is for Brady. Like, unless Gronk just turns into a different person in the film room and he's just like an absolute student of the game and Brady loves that about him because he looks no, like an he, ogre on the football field. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't pay attention to anything. He said that on the Manning broadcast, yeah, so, the Monday night thing. He was like, like, um, Eli was like, Eli was like, oh, um, what did he say to him? Oh, he goes, he goes, Gronk. He's like, aren't you happy that you're on here so you can get a uh, a good look at the Broncos or whoever it was? He's like, because you're playing them next week. He's like, oh, I didn't even know I was playing the Broncos next <laughs> exactly. week. Exactly. He's like, it's Monday. You guys didn't do film. He's like, I don't do film, dude. He's like, I show up. He's like, I show up on the. Uh, he's like, I show up to practices, and Tom goes, listen, this is what's happening. This is what you're gonna do. 
He's like, and then Friday for walkthrough, he tells me all the routes I'm going to run. He's like, and then red zone? He's like, I don't even do red zone practice. He's like, I just run up to the end zone and turn around, and Tom puts me the ball right here and hits his chest. He's like, that's what I do. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I respect that or hate that. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it because... You know that Tom Brady goes through he he studies probably hours and hours every week of this of the upcoming opponent even when they know they're going to demolish him. Yeah. And he spends all this time in prep just to get to practice to tell Gronk that he's running nine different routes and that when he gets into the red zone to just turn around at the goal line <laughs> and then and but that he wants to do that. Like he wants Gronk to come back and play. He expects so much of all these receivers and all the linemen. Yeah. But when it comes to Gronk he's like no go be a goddamn moron just catch the ball because you're huge. Dude, the fact that Gronk is the only person that's ever damaged the Super Bowl trophy is hilarious to me. Yeah. See, this is, this is... First of all, I don't know. If, for those of you that don't know, uh, they went to a Red Sox game, right? With the Super Bowl trophy? Probably. And somebody had a baseball, and, and Gronk was like pretending to like swing oh, the yeah. Super Bowl trophy like a baseball bat. And, and then bunting. And then put it out to bunt, and it hit... Whoever somebody threw it, so yeah. I don't, whoever threw it is as stupid as Gronk is. Yes. But there's a giant, there's a giant dent in the Super Bowl trophy from yeah. when they beat the Rams. That Super Bowl, yeah, the the second time they beat the Rams, not the first time they beat the Rams. It's so sad you have to even say that. Second time, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he dented the trophy. But this isn't even the first time that there's shenanigans with Brady the in the Super Bowl with Gronk when they're throwing a trophy in between boats in Tampa. <laughs> Just wild. like, I, I guess they I'm, don't care. I guess what I'm saying is, you you see you see the way that Brady is so meticulous in how he prepares, and he ex- he has such a high expectation for everybody around him. It just blows my mind that he has lo- that he lowers the bar as far as he does for Gronk, and yeah, not true. just because he has. It's not because the Bucks are like, "Hey, Brady, we're going to pay you this money. We know you're going to do well, but we, we're telling you, you're playing with Gronk." No, he wants him to come back, and <laughs> right. I never understand why. Because he's a gorilla. You know what? You know what it really is. Is that the guy is an absolute dum dum, but he's so he's good, and I just don't understand how he maintains that level of good when he's in an absolute dipshit. Because because they can just be like Gronk, Gronk, you you run fast, you catch ball, <laughs> Gronk catch ball, Gronk go past big box with letters in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Gronk, you, Gronk, keep running. He is. I, I I don't even mean to sound like I'm hating on Gronk because he he is very athletic, obviously, and he he does the things that he's supposed to do really well. It's just it's just aggravating that he could be so stupid and still be the successful. I think he's semi very lovable. He is. It's just it annoys. I think it's the same problem with everybody. He annoys you mm-hmm. with just how dumb he is, but still being that good. Like how could you be that good with how dumb you are? <laughs> No, I agree. I he's agree. the dumbest of the Gronk brothers, but he's the most successful. Yeah, well, How that's that... what happens when you're the most athletic. <laughs> you know, the the other Gronk is on is on TikTok teaching you like algebra and stuff, and I don't know what the hell the guys. He's always like answering questions about contracts and he's breaking down the numbers and like like an accountant. Meanwhile, his brother can't speak English properly, but and he's he, catching touchdowns in the hit, Super Bowl. He's hitting a baseball with a Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> <laughs> My guy's an idiot. I love him. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's wrap this up. Let's do it. All right. It's wrapped. Let's be done now. All right, guys. See you next week. We won't see you. You'll hear us next week. Yeah, Wednesday. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about probably more NCAA stuff. Yeah, probably. We'll be into the Sweet 16 by then. Will we? Oh, see, 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 by Wednesday? We'll be coming up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll be in the Sweet 16 by Wednesday. All right. 
Uh, enjoy your life, people. Toodles. <laughs>